Welcome to the Youth Leader Approach. My name is Gian Reyes and I am your host. This is the podcast for all things youth leadership where you can learn how to be more effective as a youth leader in 20 minutes or less. So let's dive straight in. So as I mentioned in the last episode, today we're going to really unpack a way and a couple ways to gain confidence as a youth leader. Now, I just want to remind you that having confidence, like the correct amount of confidence, like we talked about in the last episode, is very, very important. And it's important for all leaders, but especially for youth leaders. Why especially for youth leaders? Because youth leaders are in front. They are leading impressionable young people that will become the next generation. And honestly, a lot of young people don't have confidence in themselves. In fact, I was actually speaking at an after-school club this past week, and I asked the question, how many of you would say that you have confidence in yourself? Granted, it was pertaining in the, the whole thing that I was speaking about was confidence and more things about that. And no one really answered that question. No one raised their hand to that question. No one said that they could say that they had confidence in themselves. And I was like, whoa, oh my God, like, this is so needed. And then I basically share with them what I shared last episode and a little bit of what I'm going to share in this episode as well. And I've seen this all over the past five years of being a youth leader that students genuinely lack confidence in themselves because they never had a model of what confidence should look like. I, they didn't never seen it from their parents and they probably don't see it from their leaders or teachers as well. And see, Confidence really sets a person apart in their own life and also in their leadership. Having confidence in yourself as a leader is super important because when you're a youth leader, especially a youth leader, everything you are, students will catch it. They'll absorb it. Think of students as like sponges, literally. And when they, when students love you and respect you and see you as something, someone that they can look up to, they literally will absorb everything that you are. And what I mean is this. They will literally catch your mannerisms. They will absorb your catchphrases. And they will absorb the way you speak and also the way you see yourself by the little remarks you make. So students normally catch your confidence rather than actually learning about it. Because they love spending time with you. And when they love spending time with you, they see you as someone that they should try and be more like and they'll tr they'll literally try to absorb everything that you have I've literally had so many experiences where I was leading a group of kids right and some of them are like you would call my core kids that they've really been with me and like they've been with me for a very long time and like we have really deep conversations and like our relationships are really strong and those students a lot of those students happen to catch a lot of the things that I say whether it's a catchphrase whether it's a necklace that I wear like because I always wear a necklace and so one of my students actually wore the same necklace as me and he got the same one as me just slightly different I was like whoa okay and so I was realizing there is like students catch you what you have not rather than learn it because I can teach them a whole lot but they really absorb what you show them they really absorb what you offer up and who you are now, not all students do that because there are students, kids, humans. Humans will be stubborn. But 
it's also a very good realization that students will students who love you, students who see you as an example that they should follow, they will catch everything that you are. They will absorb literally all your mannerisms, all the ways that you talk to yourself, all the tiny things that you say out loud that they can tell, the way you act, the way you react to certain things. They'll be more and more similar to how you are. Now, let's say you're egotistical, more on the ego side of the spectrum like we talked about last time. Or you have a really low self-esteem. Both are really going to show in the way you talk to people, in the way you walk, and in the way you lead. And students will catch all of that if you're their leader and if they look up to you. And they will catch all of that. They will either get the best example of you or the worst example of you. So the real question is, since we know what real confidence and humility is and how we should really look at our self-worth, the real question is, how do we gain real confidence? So, Because it's one thing to know what it is, what real confidence is, but it's another to actually gain it for ourselves so that we can be better examples to the young people of this generation. And one thing a great motivational speaker that I listen to, his name is Trent Shelton, he says this, one thing that helps him with his confidence is that he knows to turn his L's in life to actual lessons. L's meaning losses, of course. Turn your losses into lessons. And I gotta say, that is facts. Why can I say that's facts? Because when you shift your perspective from every single time that you do something wrong or a mistake you make that really affects your life, and a lot of times we can keep getting in the negative mindset of like, oh, I'm so mad that I messed this up. I'm so terrible. Like really focusing on how you did wrong rather than focusing on that something went wrong. Of course, something went wrong. Some things go wrong every single day. But also, you got to learn to change your perspective instead of just seeing that something went wrong, seeing how you can you learn something new because you learned the wrong way to do it. You learned the wrong way of doing something. Now you can learn how to make it better. You're turning your L's into lessons because when you turn your L's into lessons, the next time you make a mistake, you know how many previous mistakes You've turned into lessons, which gives you confidence because you know, oh, no, I know what I need to do now. I know what really works, what really doesn't. I know what can help and what doesn't help. I know what I can do better and what I don't have to do anymore because that has produced me mistakes. And now I can realize the real effectiveness of going forward and choosing to learn from my mistakes rather than just making mistakes and not learning from them at all. And the reason that produces so much confidence is because later on in the run, while you keep going and while, yes, we may make mistakes, but you just start to get more confident because you start to learn so much more. You start to know, it's like, no, like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I know I failed in this area. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, failure, it happens. But I know I can get better. And you start to hunger for that growth. You start to hunger to get better. And naturally, that starts to build your confidence because you know through every single mistake you get to become better and not worse than you are so instead of allowing your mind to beat yourself down over every single mistake you got to change the script from beating yourself down to lifting yourself up now why would you do that 
because you know there is a lesson in the mistake that will make you better. And now here's a bonus little tip to gain confidence in yourself that I've actually been using to really like help myself grow in my own confidence because I know I need it. And that is this. It's committing to the things that you say you will do. For example, let's say you want to read more, right? Because readers are leaders. You got to learn more in order to grow more and in order to lead people a little bit better than you did yesterday. So, and you say you'll read a part of a book this week, right? And then guess what happens a lot of times? When life gets busy, then you forget and you end up not doing it. Story of my life. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. So when you don't do what you committed to do, right? Guess what? Guess what you feel? You don't feel very good, right? You feel kind of like, oh, great. Like, I didn't do this again. Hallelujah. Woohoo. Like, great. I didn't do it. Like, and your confidence really goes down. And you normally like feel like giving up altogether. Because I know from personal experience, I've tried to commit myself to reading more. And then when I have it, I was just like, ah, should I even read? Because I was like, I already failed anyway, so why should I keep trying? But here's the neat thing of the opposite side of that. When you do commit, now let's say you did read that week and you start to feel great. You just start to feel glad that you did it and you feel more confident because you're subconsciously accepting that you are a person of your word. Think about it. Every single time that you do something that you commit to, like you say that you will do and you actually commit to it, you feel better. You're like, ah, oh, yes, I'm so glad I did that. I'm so glad it's finished. I'm so glad I got to get these things done right here, right now. And it starts to build your confidence, like I said earlier. Because your subconscious and your mind is so slowly starting to accept that you are a person of your word. And being a person of your word inherently grows your confidence. And not only that, but a lot of times when we commit to the things that we say we will do, we genuinely feel like doing more. Because we're now more confident in ourselves. Because let's say you read and you're like, yes, I finally read. And you're like... I can do more of this. I can do more. I can keep going. I can keep reading. I can finish the book probably by the end of this month. And like you start to feel more inspired to do more and feel more confident in yourself knowing that you're able to achieve more. Now, these are just two simple ways that you can start gaining your confidence just this week. I mean, just this week. These are just simple things. So I challenge you, commit to do something small this week. Maybe it's reading five pages a day or maybe spending 15 minutes at a gym or exercising each day. And if you do this, and even if you mess up, don't like, and don't stick to it. Even if you mess up and don't stick to it, don't beat yourself down because now you know what not to do and you can try again the next day, turning your L's into lessons and then committing to the things that you say you will do and not truly beating yourself up over just a simple mistake. No. And I can tell you, I've been doing these two things for the span of probably over six months right now. And did I fail a lot of times? Definitely. I failed so many times. But I've learned a whole lot about myself. 
and how to actually succeed. Because when you keep trying and when you keep pushing yourself to be better and better and better, you start to learn things better about yourself. You start to learn things of what certain times you should probably read for you to retain it really or really to commit to something or times where you're really tired and it's really hard to do it. So you start to change the times you do it during the day or the week or whatever like that. You really start to adjust your life by trial and error and to really be the most effective you are with yourself, whether it's through exercising, whether it's through learning, whether it's with your job or whether it's with some side projects that you got going on or even when it's just leading other people. When are you most effective? And you keep trying and trying and trying. Will you fail a lot? Sure. But guess what? Failure only means that you get to learn even more. And failure is not really failure. It's not sometimes you win, sometimes you fail or lose. No, it's sometimes you win, sometimes you learn, actually. So I hope you enjoyed and learned something from today's episode. And if you did, why not share this? Leave a review. I want to know what you guys think and I want to know how I can serve you guys better because that's what leadership is all about. I just want to serve you the best way I can so that you can have the best leadership as a youth leader and serve the young people that is in your vicinity the best way that you can. And that's starting with yourself. So be sure to tune in in the next two weeks for the next episode of the Youth Leader Approach. And as always... Start growing, start now, and God bless you guys.